standing. Yes, Lord. Let me say this this morning. It's hard to lose weight and to live a healthy lifestyle. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it is. Uh, it is also difficult. It is hard to live an unhealthy lifestyle. All right. Prescriptions and procedures and an overall feeling of, I just got hit by a truck. Yeah. you got to choose your heart. Right. It's hard to apply yourself and educate or train yourself to commit to a cause worth living for. Sure. But it's also hard to live a directionless life, empty and void of passion right. and yeah. any right. thought of reward. Yeah, you have right. to choose your heart. It's hard to give yourself toward a certain endeavor, not knowing the outcome before you start, whether it be a success or no. But it may be even more difficult to live forever with unanswered questions in your heart and mind. Right. What could have been? That's yeah, right. right. Yeah, sure. You've got to choose your heart. And I would love, before I'm finished this morning, to, with the help of the Holy Ghost, challenge somebody to maybe revisit a call and a vision and recount a cost and reconsider potential outcomes and right. reevaluate some direction because none of this is easy. Mm. You have to choose your heart. Right. Yes. Now, we believe here today that we are the church. Correct. I mean, yeah. we're in the right place. And if we could say today with boldness that we are the ecclesia, the called out body. And so, can it not also be said that we've been bought, paid for with a price, and we're not our own? Right. I'm, I'm safe then. I'm safe. So, we need to glorify God. Yes, sir. We must glorify God. Jesus said in John 15 and 8, Herein is my Father glorified. That you bear much fruit. Right, right, right. Much fruit. Shit. Come on. Amen. And I realize that we're called to bear the fruit of Christian character, and I realize that we're called to bear the fruit of Christian conduct. But for my message here this morning, I'm talking about bearing the fruit of Christian converts. All right. Yeah. Right. Yes, sir. Much Amen. fruit. Everyone say much fruit. Much, much fruit. fruit. That's not as common of an apostolic mentality as one might like to assume. Much fruit. That's right. Not when some fruit will do. Yeah. Right. That's right. right. Uh, the roots of too many go back to Philip. And there was a hungry multitude, and Jesus asked where they're going to buy bread for everyone. And mm -hmm. John 6, Philip said, 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them that everyone may take a little. Yes. That everyone may take a, a little. Right. Um, that mentality is more common than we'd like to admit. Yes, right. And I would submit to this great congregation here today that we need to break out and break free of a little mentality. Right. Come on. Yeah. Break yeah. free of a, a little yeah. mentality. A little harvest mentality. Break free, of, break free of a little provision and a little resource mentality today. Right. And some of us, I need to break out of a little energy mentality. Yeah. Some need to break out of little joy and little interest. Right. And, right. Come on. Come on. Right. Little Come on. desire for things to be greater right. than they are right Come now. Come on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Man, that's right. Yeah. I'm making light of how great we have it and how wonderful things are, but I'm searching for more. Amen. Yeah. And I'll explain as we go forward. This Jesus that we serve. Anybody remember when you repented? Yes. Sir. Remember that feeling? Yes, sir. Coming up out of the water in Jesus' name, remember that feeling, don't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Being filled with the Holy Ghost for the first time, that yeah. feeling, right. that anointing, taking on hell with a water pistol, that that anointing, <laughs> that desire, that, yeah. that fire, and that drive. Yeah. Where'd that go to? Where did that go to? Come on. Right. He's still Jesus. 
Yes. It's still the same Holy Ghost yeah. today. Yes. His yes. love is still boundless and His riches unsearchable yeah. and His yes. resources are without limit and without question today. Right. Yeah. And I believe because we're living in the end time and because we are at the cusp of the coming of the Lord and we're behind the proverbial eight ball, if you'll excuse my worldliness for just a moment, but you understand my meaning. There is a great harvest, yeah. a mighty harvest, and we've got to believe God that we have access to Him by faith today. We have access to the throne of grace for help in this time of need. And, yes, and yes. we're in need today. Yes, sir. Yes. This, this harvest is greater than what I can reach. That's right. But yeah. I know by the help of God, yes. let me tell you, a great and mighty work can be done. And yeah. it, it, must, it must be done. God is not frugal. He is not stingy. Right. His provisions are extravagant and they are for us. Yeah, They're right. for the church. They're for the ministry. They're, our, they're for our cities. They're for our harvest. And we cannot simply just bear fruit. We've been called. Yes, sir. We have been chosen, Amen. ordained to bring forth much fruit. Amen. Amen. Come on, that's right. And I'm thankful today for the brother carpenters of the world. I'm thankful for the Maryville churches of the world, for yes. the, the Brother Cooks of the world, and the Praise Temples of yes. the world. I'm, yes. I'm thankful. We recently had Brother Lee Cook preaching at our third anniversary services in Hopkinsville, and they're making growth, room for growth in, in Olive Branch, Mississippi, and he was telling me about that. And we had Pastor Jonathan Boskus preach for us, and he was telling us about a building program. Right. They had a wonderful facility, but they're building an auditorium for 1,800 people. Yes. Wow. Come on. Wow. Come on. My God. Lord and my God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And to top it all off, they're in a community of 400 people. That's right. All right. Yes. Right. Yeah. I'm thankful for a modern day Book of Acts church. Yes. Yes. I'm thankful for modern day apostolic giants among us that are doing it. But I want us all to know, and I've had to convince myself of this first. They're not there to intimidate us, right. but to inspire us. Yes. Not just what God would do in the Bible days that He'll do now, yes. but now what He'll do in Maryville, He'll do in Hopkinsville, and what He'll do in Madisonville. It's being done. Yeah. It's being done even right now. Just down the road in Nortonville, a population of less than 900 people. Brother Bullard already has a congregation of 100 people. Yeah. And they're looking yeah. to build. And I'm confident, and I stand here today declaring that God's going to give them building. Yes. He's going to provide. Yes. Just a few miles down the road further than that, Belton, Kentucky. Population, again, less than 1,000 people. And Brother Brooks is doing a great work and building yes. a congregation yes. and a church. And God's going to provide. Yes. Amen. Yeah. What I'm saying is in each level of development, whether it be a church plan or established congregation or a legacy church, God is doing it. Yes. Yes. God yes. is doing it. Yes. In each yes. stage, in each yes. stage, God is giving the increase. He is blessing and churches are growing and God's giving the increase. And you know what? It's hard. Come on. It's, it's hard. Yeah. Come on. It's hard. I'm sorry, but I never read where Jesus said that it would be easy. I read where he said, follow me, and I'll tell you, this is what I'll do for you. Right. I'll, I'll make you a fisher of men. Right. right. I read where he said, go sell all you have, rich young ruler, and follow me, and you'll have treasures in heaven. Yeah. Right. I read where some were sold out for God, and some went away sad, but you've got to choose your heart. That's good. Amen. But between the extremes, today there are those who are struggling, honestly struggling to see it, to experience it, they're wrestling with feelings of being unfulfilled, feelings of intimidation, of no fault of their own, but they're struggling within themselves, 
feelings that manifest as hopelessness or fatigue or regret, and their feelings are amassed, hid beneath the guise of busyness. Because we know how to be busy for God. Yeah. Amen. Right. Mm. We know how to be busy and look at me, I'm doing something for the Lord, and I'm not sure if it's working or not, but I'm just going to, you'll never know the difference because I'm just going to be doing something. But too often the easiest and most convenient way to alleviate our discomfort or our unfulfillment is found in the familiar. Right. 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 You know, Peter. Yeah, I go fishing. Yeah, yeah. I love God. I know I'm called. Lord, I tried and I made a mistake and I don't know what else to do. I'm just going to go back to what I know to do, what That's I'm right. good at, what I can succeed right. at. And, yeah. and I'll preach along the way and I'll minister down at the docks and who knows, maybe I'll be the, the peer one prophet or something. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. But that's not what God called us to do. Right. 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 That, that's not where God's called us to abide today. Right. Scripture said, They that go down to the sea in ships that do business in great waters, these see the works of the Lord right. and His wonders in the deep. Yes. Right. Right. Just came to give you my heart today. Just came to Mind share with you. Yes. Yeah. It's not just about getting in the vessel and hey, watching God do His thing. That's right. 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 But they that deliberately go down to the sea yeah. with focus... And with intent, they that go down, that do their business in great waters. Yeah. Yeah. They see. Yeah. 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 They do. And they experience. And I know it's for some, it always seems like it's somebody else. It's always they. It's always they. Somebody else. It's the gifted speaker, preacher, the singer, the organizer, the leader. This, God doesn't have to have any of those, those things. Right. Right. I'm learning from experience. He just wants availability. Somebody's got the faith yes. to say, God, send me. Right. Or just send me, God. Yeah. Amen. You do have to have faith. But James said that with faith, there's going to be some works. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Very true. And I wonder if it could be today that some of those qualities that we see in people that are doing it, some of those qualities that intimidate us and hinder us from trying to launch out fear of failure, what we're actually viewing and what's on display is a byproduct of somebody else just conducting their business. Mm -hmm. Are we conducting ours? Yeah. I mean, we've already declared that we are the church, right. that we are called and ordained to bring forth much fruit. Church, it'll happen if we go. That's good. If we go, if we're diligent, if we're conducting our business, it'll happen. But we got to conduct our business. you got to choose your heart. And you'd be surprised at the qualities that would develop in your natural man and the qualities that would right. develop in your spiritual man just by going and doing. Yes. Right. It's not going to happen while we settle for the comfort of the familiar. You know what resides in the familiar? Weariness. Yeah. What resides in the familiar is heaviness. What resides in the mundane is unfulfillment. Because the works of God and His wonders are always out there just beyond the comfort and safety of the familiar shores. Yeah. 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 you got to choose your heart. Right. Sunday night, January 7th, 2018, Denny's, 10.30 p.m. I can just nail it down and I can tell you, Pastor Cook was sitting here to my left. Pastor Dan Keck was sitting across from him and Brother Keck just preached an awesome message for us on a Sunday night. And we was wrapping it up. We were about to leave Denny's. And out of nowhere, they're, they're just talking shop, Pastor Cook and Pastor Keck. And my pastor leaned over and he told him, he said, you know what, you got to be crazy to want to do what we do. <laughs> yeah. He, he's telling it like it is. Yeah. 
But if I've ever heard the voice of God in my life, All right. Come on. I thought everyone in Denny's heard what I heard in that moment. When I heard a voice that said, that used to be you. Oh my, come on. Are you kidding me, God? It's Denny's. And it's 1030 and we've had revival and you could have spoke to me in the altar. You could have spoke yeah. to me during prayer or through the message. You could have spoke to me yeah. when I got home or in the morning in my prayer time. But here at Denny's, yeah. Yeah. You, you just choose to just yell into my spirit, that used to be you. Right. And I managed to hold back the tears because I didn't want anybody to think I was losing my marbles. I held it back till I got home and then I just cried and I cried and I cried and I cried and I couldn't explain to nobody in the world what God was doing in me. I didn't know myself at the time. But That's right. 2005, I laid to rest my precious wife, Sister Melissa Barnett. And when I laid her to rest, I didn't realize I also laid to rest a call. A calling in my life. And for years I existed in the spiritual synapses between the call of God and the plan of God. That's good. Yeah. Right. That's, that's kind of where I was at, just kind of floating around there in the middle there, somewhere between where I could I could remember the call and I could see the plan, but I was just there existing. Because my faith had got severed. If you know anything about nerve endings, there's a neurotransmitter between the two that conducts the impulse from one nerve to the next. That gets severed. You got spiritual paralysis. And I was paralyzed. Yes. Busy for God, love God, sure. not going anywhere. Enough desire to want it, not enough wisdom to know how, and couldn't heal on my own. Yeah, yeah. But in that moment, yes, Lord, your faith. In a moment, yeah. She passed in two thousand five. This is twenty eighteen. Don't ask me to explain it. I have no idea. I cannot tell you. But all I know is today is I'm thankful that God did. Yes. Yes. He spoke to my spirit, infused yes. new faith and new life Amen. into this old frustrated, yes. frustrated vessel. Yes. Yes. Not frustrated at point of finger anybody else, just frustrated at myself. Right. Yeah. I'm not what I was and not what I need to be, and I don't have the means on my own to get there. But God in a moment infused new faith and a new desire, a new passion in me, and all of a sudden things started firing. Yeah. Things started connected. Yeah. Yeah. Suddenly my spiritual vision was reconnected. Suddenly my spiritual hearing was reconnected. I started connecting with the power and authority of God and all of a sudden vision came back to life. Not sure my pastor's that happy about it because that led to discussions and, and, and a parting of the ways eventually. But I'm thankful that he loved me through that. Yes. He loved me through that. Yes. He did. But listen, I had a desire all along to be used, to be among they. And I tried to convince myself oftentimes that I was in the middle of it all. I had enough sea spray in my face to think that I was down in the sea doing business in great waters, but I was not. Yeah. And my desired haven, it did not come. It did not arrive. And that makes for a miserable child of God, a frustrated, disgruntled preacher and saint. It does. Yes, sir. You've got to choose your heart. Let me ask somebody here if you've been down there lately, if you've conducted your business like you know God's called you to. Everyone desires to see the works of the Lord and His wonders, but few are willing to go out and experience it. Mm. I want to challenge somebody to recount today the cost of the journey, but not just the journey, but there's a plea today. Someone recalculate the cost 
of not going. Right. Not launching out. Right. Not going down to the sea and count the cost of not doing business in great yeah. waters and yeah. not pursuing the works of the Lord and His wonders in the deep. you got to choose your heart today. Yeah. There's going to be storms. There's going to be trials. There's going to be yeah. tests. The Bible said they mount up to the heaven, the waves, they go down again to the depths. There's extremes, up and ups and downs, highs and lows in all of this. But He is God, the God of your ups and downs. Yes, Their soul is melted because of trouble. But too many like the faith to know, realize, and understand this. Scripture says, He commandeth and raiseth the stormy wind. Yeah, right. Job under. Job understood this little tidbit. Job 23 and 10 says, He knoweth the way that I take, and when He has tried me, I'll come forth as gold. Yeah, yeah. Not when the sea has tried me, not when the storm has tried me, not when the devil's tried me, not when this world has tried me, but when my God's tried me. Right. Yeah, I'm yeah. coming forth, and I'm coming out of this. I'm going to be yeah, shining yeah. my gold. Amen. That tells me it's profitable to go through it. If I'm going to be right, as right. gold... That's worth something. That's got value in it today. And I've got to know and have confidence that it's God that's in control of the wind, the rain, the storms, the trials, the troubles. And I'm willing today to endure the nature of the sea because I still believe that He is Lord of all. I still believe that, that He's in control. And I'm not going to get discouraged today even when I'm reeling. And we've all been reeling from time to time, haven't we? Yes, Yes, sir. I don't think we ever grow beyond that, do we, Pastor? No, sir. There's always going to be that. You've got to choose your heart, though. I've already decided long ago, I'm, gonna, I'm in this for the long haul. Right. Yeah. I'm in this right. for the prize. Right. I want to get well done. I'll get it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Psalms 121, 1 and 2 says, I will lift up mine eyes to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. And I read that for years and somebody was reading it from the New King James Version and I got a brand new meaning out of that and I want to share it today hoping that it helps somebody. If you read the New King James Version, Psalms 121, verse 1 is a two-parter. It's a statement and it's a question. It's a statement that says, I will lift up my eyes to the hills. The question is, from whence cometh my help? That's a question mark at the end of that. Yes. It was common back then that help came from the high ground. Star Wars fans, you know, George Lucas didn't invent that, the high ground. <laughs> Elisha prayed for his servant that his eyes would be open, and he saw the mountains full of chariots. It was reasonable for them to look to the mountains of the high place and for help to come. Right. But we're not like everybody else. Verse 2 says, my help comes from the Lord. Right. He's a very present Help yes, in trouble today. Right. And you can say with certainty today in any situation, help's not coming. Right. Help's already here. That's right. Right. Yeah. Help is not coming. Yeah. Help is already here. They cried to the Lord in their trouble, the Bible said, and He brought them out of their distresses because He was already there. Yeah. Listening to Pastor Carpenter preach and minister last night talking about Peter and the storm and, and sinking, and I've always pictured Brother Carpenter being neck deep, mouth deep, nose deep, maybe my fingernails just above the water where he can still see where I'm at so he can reach down and lift me up. But let me just ask today, do you have to get that far down before Jesus reaches out for you? Come on. I think if I cry out to him when the water goes across the top of my shoe, I think he'll reach for me. I don't think that I have to wait. I think he's already available. I think he's already there. I think he's already a very present help. It's my thinking and 
that I have to get out of. It's, it's my thinking that I have to break free of. They cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he brought them out of their distresses. Yes, the extreme highs and the extreme lows, but I believe just the day-to-day -day as well. Yes, come on. I don't think we have to wait until it's a tsunami to cry out to God. Yeah. Right. Right. Amen. Right. So maybe hard ain't so hard after all. Uh-huh. All right. I can tell you what is hard. Settling is hard. Yes. Come on. Compromising. Yes. It's hard. I'm not talking about doctrine. I'm just talking about knowing that God had more. Yeah. Yeah. God had a great and mighty harvest out there, and I could have been a difference maker. Yeah. Knowing that I chose to play it safe by not playing at all, that's hard. Yeah. Knowing that I let fear of failure stop me, that's hard. Knowing that I let intimidation stop me, Come on. that's hard. Come on. Sure. My pastor is the greatest preacher in the world, y'all. Yes, sir. He is, and, and your pastor ought to be the greatest preacher in your life. Right. Yes. I, I can't carry his Bible case, and I'm not just trying to throw, I'm not just flattering today. I'm just telling you, I can't. I strive, but I can't preach like he preaches. I can't minister or like he can. But he gives me something to strive for. He sets the bar high. Right. Come on. He sets it really high. Amen. He does that on purpose so that we'll reach, so we'll strive, yeah, right. so that we'll push. Yeah, you understand? Yeah. And I appreciate that. That's you know? right. And what I'm saying that for is to say this, I'm not intimidated by that. No, right, right. I'm, I'm cutting up with people today that how do you minister behind Bishop Kenny Carpenter after last night? How do you do that? And, and me most of all, how do I follow up behind that? And, and, and we just, we smile and we tease and we jest. And, but I'm not intimidated. He's not trying to intimidate me and right, prevent right, me from right. putting myself out there. He's, right, he's inspiring right. yes. 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 Iron sharpens iron. And we got to encourage one another. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. Inspire one another. Yes. Help yes. one another. Yes. And set the bar high. Yes. Right. Amen. 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 Let's walk among the uncommon. All right. I'm going to let fear of failure stop me. That would be hard, but I'm not going to let intimidation stop me either. Because that's just made up in my mind. Right. Yeah. It's not my pastor's intent to intimidate anybody. Not right. But to help somebody. Yes. He's got a heart for, for ministry. Amen. We can be difference makers. Right. What's hard is to look back and we didn't even attempt it. You probably heard this before. A young girl was walking along a beach upon which thousands of starfish had been washed up during a terrible storm and she started pitching these starfish back in the ocean. You've heard that story. To people's amusement and one gentleman stopped and said what do you think you're doing you're not even making a difference and she hung her head but when she hung her head she saw another starfish and she picked it up and threw it back in the ocean and turned around and said well, i made a difference to that one right yeah. right <laughs> yeah amen i made a difference for that one yeah i know it's difficult to date brother it's hard because everybody's going through something yeah. everybody's fighting something everybody's dealing with something because guess what? Church is spiritual business. Yeah, Ministry, spiritual business. Mm -hmm. It's a continual warfare and it's right. a fighting and it's a pressing and it's a wrestling with powers and principalities and we're up against the world and we're up against flesh and we get tired and we grow weary and we endure. We endure storms and winds and troubles and distresses. <coughs> but that very present help. Yeah. Come on, he, he's faithful. Yes, he is. He's faithful. Yes, he is. Amen. 
He's faithful. He bringeth them out of their distresses. He maketh the storm a calm so that the waves thereof are still. Too many never get to experience that because when they see the front rolling in, right. they see the storm. They turn back. Yeah. Choose your heart. Mighty God. Mighty God. They never get to experience Mighty the God. gladness that comes Mighty when the storm God. is made Mighty quiet. God. Mighty God. Right. He bringeth them to their desired hands. Part of the reason I'm, I'm ministering in this direction here today is 24 years, 24 years I, I labored in ministry and, and I watched peers grow and go and, and thankful for each and every one of them grow and go and, and do and peers my age and, I mean they, they evangelized the country over and then they went to pastor and some pastored and evangelized some did it all, others traveled the world and, and did great and mighty things for God and I'm just trying to get my next Bible study together I'm praying and I'm studying and I want to be used of God and obvious that I missed him somewhere in my flesh, you know, uh, God, I missed you somewhere because I, I, I was sure expecting to be here by now, there by now, doing this by now, whatever. Because I thought I had it figured out. I know I'm the only one, but um, a year or two before Hopkinsville came into view, we uh, launched a nursing home ministry from here from Praise Temple over at Brighton convalescent and our, our first service over there um, I got to minister and we had some singers that went with us um, some took pictures and one encouraged me afterwards and, and they came up to me afterwards and here brother Barnett and he gave me a picture and said you were just you did such a good try to encourage me you did such a good job and you were just you were in your element that, that's your element right there and I looked at that picture smiling and I looked at it and there's like five wheelchairs. I think two of them were awake. Two of those five precious souls, but I think two of them were coherent. And uh, that's my element. Okay. And I smile. I, I didn't let them, but inside I'm like, because I'm dreaming and I'm, I'm praying and I'm, and I, but we talk about having your motives checked in a moment. I did. I, I just didn't realize how prideful that I could really honestly be. This, this took some effort, y'all. Maybe I'm being too honest and transparent today. I'm sorry, but no, I went and I prayed. Lord, I'm sorry. And Lord, if this is the pinnacle of my ministry right here, if it's five people, this... Choose your heart. This this was hard, but this was genuine. And I came to the point, I meant it. It, it took some time. Yeah. It took some time, but I got to, Lord, if this is it, I'll be the best nursing home minister that you've ever had. God. Right. 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 Yeah. That's it. Mm -hmm. yes, sir. I, had to, I had to make myself get there. I'm sorry, but it just didn't come natural. It didn't come easy because I, I'm, I'm dreaming of being used of God in, <laughs> in, in other areas that I had pictured. But God, if this is it, Lord, I'll, I'll be the best that you've got. And when I when I reached that brother total, when I came clean with God and 
and I. God. Went back and I revisited that picture. Yes. And, and I saw just beyond those wheelchairs, there was family that was visiting. Right. That's right. right. Yes, sir. That's right. And just beyond those those families, there was a, a nurse's station over here where they had some tired and weary workers there yeah. from right. a long twelve-hour night shift that right. needed a little bit of encouragement and a little bit of help. Right. Yeah, sure. And just beyond that, there was a hallway where doctors were going out and they were they were doing their thing. And what I'm saying, there was. So much more that God revealed to me right, than right. I didn't see in that moment. But right. if I just had the humility to say, God, your will and not mine, oh, I'll just do whatever you want, yeah, God, and that'll right. be the plan. Yeah. I'll tell you what, there's your blessing. Right. Amen. Just a few months before Hopkinsville, Pastor Cook comes to me and says, need you in the nursery Wednesday night. All right. <laughs> hey, that's the opening. That's the need. That's the ministry. Man, I marched myself back to the nursery and I'm watching these toddlers while people are worshiping and, and peers are preaching and, and ministering. And, and, and I've got two or three little kids running around just kicking me in the shin and being mean to me. And had families going up and down the hallway. I don't know what they was doing because they was having church. They should have been worshiping. But they peek in, look in. And grin and snicker and laugh at me. Yeah. <laughs> you got you got the picture. Yeah. And I roll with it. I don't gong you. Uh, <laughs> been down this road already. Lord, yes, absolutely, God. You need a toddler class, minister, I'm the one that you want to send in there. These kids. These little rugrats are going to come out here speaking in tongues if you leave me long enough with them. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm saying is pediatric, geriatric, it doesn't really matter. What oh, yes, makes yes. the waters great? Come on. They that go down to the sea and ships yes. and do business. Yeah. What makes the waters yes. great? It's the souls that makes that come water on. great. Yeah. That's the heart that makes it great. God just wants somebody to go, to go and deliberately do your business in those great waters. Come on. Yes. Yeah. Come on. That's right. Right. Uh, mercy. Yeah. Then they go down to the sea and ships, business in great waters. Yeah, they're going to see the works of the Lord and His wonders in the deep. You just got to choose your heart. Yeah. And looking back, you know what? Wasn't even really that hard. Right. Amen. Wasn't even really that hard. Right. Nah, nah, nah. Oh, there was difficult chapters. Yeah, there's, there, there are there are difficult chapters. I'm not making light, no, sir. but when I look back, big yes. picture wise, oh yes, God, and how the grace and the mercy of God kept me along yeah. each and every step of the way, yeah. and where He's brought me to, yeah. and how He's blessed me, yes, and how He's just, I'm so thankful. Yes, yes, amen. So thankful, amen. Yeah. So thankful, amen. Pastor Cook, for everything that you've poured into me. Imparted them to me. I'm not going to let that fall to the ground. Uh, he saw things in me I never saw in myself. I might have hoped for it, but couldn't really see. But he invested, Sister Cook invested, and they, they, they trained and they, they worked with me. And I, I know it was hard sometimes, but I'm so thankful yeah. for my pastor and working with me. Yes. yes. Teaching me submission, yes. mm -hmm. humility. Yeah. 
I'm telling you, when we get these things right, That's yeah. God is loosed oh, yes. to do whatever yes. He wants to do. And here is the need of the hour. Yes. Yes. It's, it's the harvest. Yes. It's already, it's ready. It's just, we just need laborers to go. But we need laborers to go and conduct their business God's way. Amen. God's way. Amen. Have you counted that cost lately? Have you reevaluated lately? I don't want to be complacent. Don't want to be content. God's been good in Hopkinsville these past three years. God's given a great increase. And I'm finding myself now a unique challenge that I'm like, where in the world did this come from? But telling people, don't get complacent. Yeah. Don't get comfortable. Yeah. Hey, we got a we got a nice building. Thank God for it. But this ain't the end. Yeah, right. This ain't the end. Right. Hey, we have a nice little congregation. We have some departments now. Hey, this ain't it. Yeah. Don't don't stop now because right. it ain't about us. It's yeah. not about right. the stuff. Right. It's not right. about right. the blessings, right. the buildings. Yeah. But it's a, right. about, there's still souls out there. Yeah. Yeah. Still souls. That, right. Still broken right. people That's that it. need to know that yes. there's a real God. Right. Yes. Yes. That right. loves them. Amen. Church, we're, we're, we're the connectors there. Yeah. We're the conduits. Reevaluate from time to time. I, I, I think that's a healthy thing. It is. To, to revisit. I, I know I counted the cost. I'm not talking about counting the cost. Am I going to continue on? But just choosing my words here. Pastor, if I get out of line, it's in some areas, it's easier now, three years in, than it was when we kicked off. I got more help. I got more people to call. But that's not gonna that's not gonna hinder my drive and my fire and my passion. That's yeah. that's not gonna I'm not gonna slow down and, and take my foot off the gas now because I don't have to have it on the floor. No, I still need it on the floor. Amen. That's right. Am I making sense? Yes, sir. I'm, I'm still counting those costs. Right. Yes, sir. I'm all in. Yes, sir. Right. And, and I look back down my life and I consider all that I've been through and all the great men and women of God have invested and poured it and what the Lord's poured into me yeah. through them. Yes, sir. I owe him everything. Sure. Yes, sir. And I don't see anybody in here today that we don't owe Jesus. That's right. right. Everything. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Would you stand with me? Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you, Lord, for your words. God, I thank you for all that you've done. God, I thank you for what you're going to do. Lord, my faith today is high.